Welcome to today's AdventCast. This is Father John Zolzberg. In some places, the Feast of the Immaculate Conception was celebrated yesterday, Sunday. In others, it is transferred to today. Since yesterday we focused on the Immaculate Conception, today let us focus on yesterday's second Sunday of Advent. The Gospel Reading for the Second Sunday of Advent At that time, when John had heard in prison the works of Christ, sending two of his disciples, he said to them, Art thou he that art to come, or look we for another? And Jesus, making answer, said to them, Go and relate to John what you have heard and seen. The blind see, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead rise again, the poor have the gospel preached to them. And blessed is he that shall not be scandalized in me. And when they went their way, Jesus began to say to the multitude concerning John, What went you out into the desert to see? A reed shaken with the wind? But what went you out to see? A man clothed in soft garments? Behold, they that are clothed in soft garments are in the houses of kings. But what went you out to see? A prophet? Yea, I tell you, and more than a prophet, for this is he of whom it is written, Behold, I shall send my angel before thy face, who shall prepare thy way before thee. Commentary by Dom Prosper Guéranger from the Liturgical Year Thou art he that was to come, O Jesus. We look for no other. We were blind. Thou hast enlightened us. We were lame. Thou hast made us walk. The leprosy of sin disfigured us. Thou hast cleansed us. We were deaf to thy words. Thou hast given us hearing. We were dead in sin. Thou hast given us life again. We were poor and had none to care for us. Thou hast come to us with every aid and consolation. These have been and will again be the blessings of thy visit to our souls, O Jesus. A visit silent but wonderful in its work, which flesh and blood cannot understand, but which faithful hearts feel is granted them. Come, my Savior, come to me. Thy condescension and familiarity with such poverty as mine shall not scandalize me. Thy workings in the souls of men are proof enough that thou art God. He alone that created souls can heal them. From Zur Lage des Glaubens by Joseph Ratzinger The proper Marian devotion assures our faith of the simultaneous presence of indispensable reason and equally indispensable reasons of the heart, as Pascal would say. For the Church, man is neither reason alone nor feeling alone. He is the unity of both these dimensions. The head's task is to think clearly, while the heart must be capable of warm feelings. Marian devotion thus assures our faith its full human dimension. To use the formulations of the Second Vatican Council in this regard, 
Mary is figure, image, and model for the church. By gazing on her, the church is prevented from conveying a one-sided male image that reduces her to an instrument of socio-political action programs. In Mary, in her person and her example, the church finds her own countenance as mother. The reason is evident why certain theologies and ecclesiologies have no room for Mary anymore. They have reduced the faith to something abstract. Such an abstractum has no use for a mother. Through her twofold vocation of being at the same time virgin and mother, Mary sheds a perpetual light on the Creator's timeless intention as regards woman, our own time included, or rather, perhaps especially in our own time, in which the nature of femininity is clearly threatened.